0: You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded.
1: <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. <laughs> and how was your weekend?
0: It was quiet. I had a long week. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I, I I needed a quiet weekend, and I had one. Yeah. That was good. So, short and sweet.
1: <laughs> um, I went out to, like, Happy Hour with, with a bunch of my line sisters on Friday. um, And then I was pretty much in the house purposefully. Like, I could have gone out, but I just wanted to kind of be in the house. I didn't watch any TV during the week, so I wanted to, like, catch up on... All the TV that I missed, and I did some experimenting with some new recipes and twisted my hair. Me in
0: the back. too. What did you make? I made a sun-dried tomato pasta. Oh, okay. Delicious. I love eating some
1: sun-dried tomato.
0: It was good. Mm-hmm. I made without meat for Meatless Monday tomorrow. Oh, nice. I'm participating in Meatless Mondays. Love it. Um, and I also made these balsamic Brussels sprouts. Ooh, yum. Well, okay. <laughs> Well, I won't eat those tomorrow because I got bacon in it. But oh, okay. yeah. they were delicious. Okay. I made them in my air fryer. Nice. I'm just finding more and more ways to cook my air fryer. <laughs>
1: um, I made some vegetarian pho, and or pho rather. Sorry. What is what is? It's um, I guess it's like it's like Vietnamese soup, and it has noodles in it, and like all these different fixings that you can put in it. Uh. <laughs> and then i made um like
0: those ramen bowls or that's still different
1: similar similar okay similar um just it's a different kind of noodle oh still similar um and then i made some scallop tikka masala from scratch both came out very nice there are some small things i would change in the future but i loved it it was good Um, And then today, I just finished, like, binging Netflix stuff, and I twisted my hair. So, also a pretty chill weekend for me. All right. What happened in media?
0: From my perspective, folks, seems like a, I ain't gonna say quiet week, because, like, the world is always moving. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, too many things people were in arms about. (laughs) We'll put it that way. One, I just want to start with the coronavirus real quick. Mm. I feel like people, and this happens a lot. This has happened before with other viruses and things like that. People go to the extreme mm-hmm. without taking the time to read yeah. information from reputable sources. <laughs> so, look, guys. Mm-hmm. No one needs to be walking around in a hazmat seat, okay? <laughs> like, some, like, granted... As usual, you always got jokes, and the jokes be funny. <laughs> right. But... but I want to take a moment to say, like, coronavirus is a respiratory, um, like, virus, the mm-hmm. same, similar of, like, a flu. Yeah, yeah. So the thing I want to say is the same precautions is the same. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. And those certain precautions are stuff we should be doing anyway, anyway right? Right. We should always be washing our hands. <laughs> we should be doing... The dab, vampire, cough, and sneeze. <laughs> yeah. These are things we should be doing Regardless. all year long, yeah. every dang blasted day. Right. Okay? Yeah. I think for everyone with a mask, CDC has said it, I don't know how many times, if you're healthy, the mask is really like a moot point. Right. Unless you have the mask that has those, Um, I forget the certain type, but I know they have like air oh, filter things, yeah. like I have. <sighs> Um, angle, do not for you. you. And only still, you only And for the record, I had this before right. the coronavirus came out. This ain't got nothing to do. It have nothing to do with that. But the reason I had it was because planes are dirty. Mm-hmm. And every time I would take a flight, I would end up leaving the flight with some sort of sneeze, cough, or scratchy throat. Right. When I started doing the, the mask with the filters, mm-hmm. I was able to travel where I was going without getting sick. Right. So that was the only reason I was doing it. Not right. because of this. Right. But I want to say the mass hysteria, mm-hmm. um, calm down, people and wash your hands <laughs> agreed, okay agreed. calm down and wash your hands and here's a little snapshot into my life as a meeting planner
1: this directly impacts my industry yeah because so i saw like facebook they canceled their big event um that's not, it's not even till may but they it. there's several
0: their- large organizations companies who have canceled meetings and events. And let me tell y'all something. These large conferences, millions of dollars, Mm y'all. Millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. which is why it's super important when you're contracting to have um, Mm -hmm. these force majeure clauses that, um, mention things like this, yeah. and make sure you have insurance. So mm-hmm. this is, and so for me, I have a conference next month. We've had meetings about it. It's not canceled right now. We don't have a lot of international people, but like for me, this coronavirus actually infects impacts like my job, mm-hmm. and a lot of meeting planners is stressed. Right. I literally had a call with my CSM talking about like how What's many a CSM. Conference service manager, guys. So, when you work (laughs) with a hotel, and I get assigned like a person that basically follows all the instructions I give her in regards to our meeting space and what we need, Mm -hmm. and I had a call with her. Talking about like what is the hotel doing? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, extra sanitation, sanitation stations, and signage and things mm-hmm. throughout the space that needs to be there, mm-hmm. um, so that people feel comfortable. Because I
1: was about to say, I feel like that's the only the the extra precautions for the most part is because is that? people are concerned. People Not aren't because people are getting it's absolutely nuts, right? Right. Because I feel like it's like this whole thing is giving people an excuse to be xenophobic, and it's like, That's y'all, yeah. more people die from the flu. Y'all need to be worried right about that. And, to be completely clear, a lot of people who have passed are more
0: susceptible, i.e., they're older. Yeah. So, if you get it, most, if you're if you're not in those If you're healthy, highly, able-bodied... Right, if you're then... not in those highly susceptible categories, there's, like, a 95% chance you'll be just fine. Right. If you just go through the same... Um, methods mm-hmm. as you were if you got the flu. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason like, calm down. And if you are in one of those groups,
1: just be you know, be a little proactive. bit more cautious. Be proactive. Be cautious. But and go to not... a doctor if you feel something. <laughs> right. But, you know, treat this ish like the flu. People just I think anytime it's a new thing, people go crazy. People but. go crazy, but I think people...
0: Look, knowledge is power in situations like this. Mm-hmm. And the, to me, fear is based off of ignorance. I. Absolutely. I.e. not knowing anything. Yeah. So, y'all, read a little bit. Right, relax. Comfort yourself. Yeah. Wash your hands. <laughs> and hey, and when this settles, because eventually it will... Still wash your hands. Keep washing Right. Keep doing the dab. <laughs> vampire cough and sneeze. Okay. <laughs> Okay, agreed, agreed. like we should just do this anyway. Good, mm-hmm. good hygiene practices. Cause there's a, um
1: to get into my office, there's a keypad and I'd be like, y'all, I wonder how often the cleaning people wipe this keypad down. And so I'd be using like paper towels and stuff to get indoors or like if I have on like a long sleeve shirt, I might use my sleeve or something like I've that. I've done that before. And people would be like, I need to do that. I'm like, You sure? Like you sure? Yeah, I do that
0: too. <laughs> when I leave the bathroom, I'll take a paper towel mm-hmm. so that I could leave the bath I just wash my hands. I got a
1: whole routine. When I leave the bathroom, like, get paper towels, wipe my hands, open the door with the paper towel, hold it with my foot. Toss the paper towel That's in the what I'm trash saying. and then and walk... walk out the door. Right. <laughs> right. And I always have an extra one
0: because for me, my office, the floor of my office is two offices and we share that bathroom. Yeah, same.
1: And so I have to get back in my... So I always still have a paper towel. And people come to our floor to do number two. Like, it's really weird. Because they don't want to do it on their own floor with their own coworkers, but they'll come to our floor to do it. Oh, my. So I have one co- co-worker that goes upstairs to do it, like in revenge. <laughs> wow. I feel like times where I've
0: needed to, as my friend would say, have a meeting. <laughs> we have a rooftop lounge and there are these very clean individual stalls. <laughs> so I go to the roof if I ever feel like I need a meeting. I'm just going to my because... bathroom. I'm like, I'm not. Well, here's the thing. If I have to have a meeting, I want to have it alone. <laughs> And then one thing, just a side note, because this is funny. Have you ever been in a bathroom and you know someone needs to take a meeting? They're just sitting there not doing anything. Oh, yeah, anything. they be waiting for that bathroom. Be empty. I got to tell you something. I feel such a pressure to hurry up and leave. Because I'm like, all right, thank you for holding. Just hold on real quick. Let me just wash my hands. Let me just hold on now. Don't, don't let it drop, please. Let me get off. And that's just my internal dialogue. I'm like, thank you for trying to hold it. I'm not going to try to take too much of your time, but please keep holding it. Please let me wash your hands and get out of here. And then do what you got to do. Then spray over there.
1: I was about to say, because there's people... I know that you Because, like a similar to you, we share a bathroom, but it's like with three other businesses. Oh, okay. Um, and so it's it's not my coworkers, but it's someone at one of the other businesses that I see all the time. She be spraying that poopery like I don't know what. She sprayed before, she sprayed during, she sprayed I'm like, girl, <laughs> like dang, you okay? Like, we get it. You don't want us to smell it, but dang you you killing me over here. But she be like, she be wanna make sure. I'm like, okay, girl, like and when people don't spray, I walk in there like, come on, you could have. It's so many well, options. See, we right don't here. have spray in our bathroom. The floor upstairs, they keep spraying their bathroom. They, <laughs> my um
0: office manager, just started putting it in there because like funny. for a long time there wasn't another company in that space, so we were the only people using mm-hmm. that bathroom. Yeah. When they came in, and this is a bunch of like hipster millennials, <laughs> they're disgusting. By the way, <laughs> they um we were having an issue where like they weren't flushing the toilets. Ooh. Like it's clearly not automatic toilets. <laughs> um Jesus. they were just nasty. So then people at my job was getting upset. It was like leaving these notes. It was like a battle we of did. offices. Our so office then did. the office manager and that office manager had mine and hers and the other company had like a kumbaya. Mm-hmm. And they was like, Okay, so now we provide like air fresheners. They provide like they set up this little station in the bathroom like mouthwash, hand soap. Hmm. They still nasty, but they providing. Um, and with this coronavirus, I'm going to start calling people out because I have been in a bathroom and people just walk out and don't wash their hands and I'm like, wow, that stink. Now, I feel like <laughs> I should say. That's just because it's flu season. Like You still nasty. <laughs> now, I want to say, really? <laughs> now, I feel I feel because of everything that's going on and honestly, not just coronavirus, I feel even more bold where I want to be like, so we're not going to wash our hands? <laughs> Like I am. Is it good to shame people? No, but I feel like in this category, it's okay. Because that's nasty. So I'm prepared to start shaming people who don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. I'm just going to politely say,
1: you're not going to wash your hands?
0: Just like that. You
1: in a rush? Not going to wash your hands? Did you did you, did you need some soap? <laughs> Plenty of sinks. <laughs> Plenty of sinks.
0: Use my white voice. I watched Sorry to Bother You this weekend.
1: <laughs> Side note, I feel like I saw that in theaters.
0: What the heck type of film is that? <laughs> yeah. I've been meaning to watch it forever. I finally watched it, and at a certain point when the horsemen started <laughs> popping up, I thought, "What am I watching? <laughs> and why am I watching this?"
1: Imagine watching that under the influence. <laughs> I just felt like,
0: wow, <laughs> this kind of probably. I probably even freaked out. <laughs> But I just was like, what is this movie about? Like, once the horsemen started popping up, I'm like, who wrote this? (laughs) Like, anyway, that's that little announcement there. Long story short, wash your hands and read. Okay. Happy to, I'm happy to say this, because one thing I watch a lot on Disney Plus is The Proud Family. Mm -hmm. And so, it is official, official. There's been, like, rumors, but everyone is officially signed back on. Right. They're gonna start, um, creating new episodes. Um, I haven't quite figured out, they haven't said if they're gonna be, like, the same age or not. I hope not. I'm hoping the same age. Mm. I personally feel like, if she's a little bit older, I don't yeah. think she, sh- if she's a little bit older, maybe she's in high school. Yeah. But that's as old. Like, I don't want, <laughs> you like... Don't want college.
1: No, because...
0: a grown adult. No, because that's... Look, while... Original Proud Family fans Mm -hmm. um, could probably appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I think it's also, to me, creating a new fan base. And even if Penny never aged, the original fans, we will still be watching. Because I watch it now, still laugh, and still entertain. (laughs) So I feel like if you want to make her a little bit older, make her maybe ninth grade... I think high school would um, be good. Then cool. And I think they should address... um, and Pro Family was pretty good. Like, watching it as an adult now, I'm like, they really was, like, on the money mm-hmm. with, like, black culture and um, just certain issues they touched on. I was like, yes. <laughs> do that now with where the climate is now. I think it would be great for uh, new fans mm-hmm. to watch the show. Yeah, But I'm excited because I literally watch The Pro Family all the time now. <laughs> and, yeah. Okay. So... What's next? What's next? I'm sorry, y'all.
1: Oh, Wendy's is coming out with breakfast food. Oh, I don't know if I realized that they didn't have breakfast.
0: I've never paid attention, <laughs> but uh, apparently they don't. They have three things. Maple, bacon, chicken biscuit. Um, They also have, seems like a breakfast baconator.
1: Interesting.
0: And then they have like a normal chicken biscuit and they have these breakfast... Potato wedges, so that's what they're starting tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, if you're a Wendy's fan, which I don't eat too much fast food now, but yeah. I do still, I will still eat Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Um, now they got breakfast <laughs> trying to compete with the others, right? <laughs> I wonder if it's tasty. I mean, I like Wendy's, I've yeah. eaten it. I, I like-
1: wonder if they're gonna have it on the late night menu too.
0: That would be the only time I private chat because like I don't, I don't really be like I need some wedges. <laughs> Let me get that biscuit sandwich. Um, honestly, the last time I had McDonald's was a late night, and the only thing I was like, oh, "All right, I'll get a breakfast sandwich" because I didn't want like a burger or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, so I read this. I saw this on the shade room, and I really just wanted to talk about how um, it was a Utah school policy. We're forbidding students from saying no when asked to dance at school functions. What? And I thought, absolutely
1: not. What? Absolutely not. No. It's, yeah, no.
0: And he's if I don't want to dance with you, I can say no. My child can say no, and y'all ain't going to gonna make dance my child. With you and be miserable
1: and uncomfortable? But Heck y'all no. not going to
0: make my child dance with somebody she don't want to dance with. Right. Mm-mm. But he's saying, I will pull my child out. They, okay. <laughs> I'll be right. At, I be I'm would be. the chaperone. Chaperone. <laughs> that little boy, girl, whoever said. Like, uh uh, I, I, I saw your face.
1: Did you want to say no? Come and on. Then, and <laughs> then I'll
0: be looking at my daughter, son. Do you remember that Do <laughs> you <remember> that <laughs> You don't. You can say no. Right. I
1: will take you out right now.
0: <laughs> you, she or he. That child giving that look. Go. Go on now. Go ask somebody else. They don't want to dance with you. But uh, 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 go dance with someone else. And I dare teacher come up to me. I just thought that was ridiculous.
1: That's very was weird. There. Where did they even come from? They're like saying they was trying to get people not get rejected. I'm trying to understand. I think they're
0: trying to. Um, This whole, like, trying to be included so no one feels excluded. So it's about making
1: sure people don't get rejected. However.
0: (laughs) First of all, rejection is a part of life. Yeah. And I think that in cases like this, um, I don't think it's appropriate for you to do that. And they're saying if I guess a child is really uncomfortable, they are, um, their ways... They can discreetly handle it. But I also feel like with anything, you teach children to say, if you don't want to do something with someone, you don't have to be mean about no, it. No, exactly. It's the approach. You're teaching the children say no how to say right. no, right. and it's okay to say no, right. and how, when you receive it, how I, that can make you feel, but let it be clear that you're still a good person. You know, I feel like there's Especially another way a, to do we this. We're supposed to be teaching
1: consent? Like, what That's
0: what I'm saying. saying. Uh-uh. I feel like there's another way to do this because look, rejection what? is a part of is this life. Middle
1: school? What? Uh, High school? I don't
0: like it. Middle school. Mm. Because I'm sorry. the I'm thing so is, rejection is a part of life. Yeah. So you, you're like, that's not realistic to life. Yeah. And so for me, if a kid was like, no one wants to dance with me, that's a moment to chat with them about, look, one, you don't have to dance with anyone. Nope. If you want to dance, you should dance. Yep. Two, if someone doesn't want to dance with you, that doesn't re- reflect on your value or worth. Exactly. Like, to me, that is what should be That's taught. Exactly. Not making people dance, making kids because not be here's able to the say thing, no. You can
1: still not get asked. Like, what are you talking I know. about? I like, what? <laughs> right. Like, right. What the heck i just thought that was weird i saw that it it is like, weird i don't like it i was just like what <laughs> like
0: Mm-mm,
1: it would happen in utah what <laughs> you <said a> <laughs> happen in utah. Like, excuse me
0: okay and also last because we talked about it a little bit did you watch the red table talk with Steve? i
1: did what'd you think yeah me too it was just like this could have we could have gone without this I It didn't did. do nothing to help or hurt He didn't explain nothing additional into what he said from the apology. Like, it was completely unnecessary to me. I'm just like, so was this just a praise Snoop 30 minutes? I don't understand what the point was.
0: Well, I think then the other thing that someone tweeted about, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who tweeted it, but, um, was saying, like, can we just get Red Table Talk back to what it's really about? Yeah. And not about, like, the PR stunts of the world? Yeah. And I can agree because... I like the topics I, that they cover. I like the topics that they cover. And I, I... On one hand, I like that they're trying to be in the now, what's currently going on. But... However. I think, to me, I would prefer them to maybe maybe talk about it. That doesn't mean they need to invite the parties on there to explain themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Because yeah. sometimes it does feel very pr-ish yeah um to sit down Which it did. It just to felt sit down now he's saying all these things mm-hmm. and it has all this i expected and, so much more and just you know like i just was like mm-hmm. <laughs> okay kiddies that's all i have for like media as we go into tv i know we've been I've been requested that we talk about Love is Blonde. Mm-hmm. And we will, y'all. Yeah, we're going to wait till after the reunion. But we want okay. the reunion to drop, which is this week. Mm-hmm. So then when we give our thoughts, it's on the full Kitten and Caboodle. Yes. But what I will say right now, Lauren and Cameron all day. Thanks. And that's the sneak peek to <laughs> what's to come. <laughs> um, TV Land. Mm-hmm. Bravo moment. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, so, this past episode, I like this moment where we would kind of see majority of the couples together, yeah, and so Kenya's husband mark is wanted to have some sort of like black men empowerment event, and he wanted the ladies' uh husband's men boyfriend to like be involved, but he also knows that he hasn't spent too much time with them, mm-hmm. so he wanted to do this little like bowling night um where everyone could get to know each other, okay. So what makes this interesting is Kenya, independently of Mark, as we know, could be pretty nasty. You've heard some of the things she's done this season. Right. But when she's with her husband, she becomes very, <coughs> very submissive and it's very clear who is the alpha in that relationship. Mm-hmm. He'd be shutting it down to the point where it's a little like you kind of enjoy it a little bit because mm-hmm. she's so uh all the time to the fact... With other people, so the fact that he'd be, like, enough, and mm-hmm. she'd really be, like, root, nothing else. <laughs> you kind of, like, enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> so they do this, um... So they do this bowling night. So the messiness starts with one. Kenyon kind of promotes this event, and she tags everyone except for Nini, Nene, including Nini's husband. So she tags Greg. Oh, wow. But doesn't tag Nini. what the heck? And... With Tanya, we know she has have issues with her. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, this is a couple's night. So, <laughs> basically, like, so if Paul ain't run. coming, you can't come. Oh but, God. Cynthia and Eva come single. Oh. And Cynthia's like, well, you didn't tell me I yeah. couldn't come. So, Kenya's husband is like, well... Um, Tanya should have come. Everyone could come. He was like, even if your spouse couldn't come, this is an opportunity for us to meet. Yeah. And he was like, well, this was, you know, well, this was a couple's thing. He's like, well, Cynthia and Eva here, and so what are you saying? Right. So you kind of see the discourse between them two. Mark does not have an issue with Nini, and I think that bothers Kenya mm. because I think she feels like I'm your You're wife. To be. You should be team me. If yeah. I have an issue with her, you, you should. Have an issue. And he don't. Right. And so eventually, Greg and Nini comes out, and Nini's kind of says, like, didn't know if I was really invited, I mean, I was left off the post, mm-hmm. and Mark is like, no, we want you here, and kind of like, look at King, and King's like, yeah, yeah, and you know it's not the <laughs> truth, and so they were talking about this dynamic between them two, and it made me, it made me, it made me think, um, it made me wonder, how does she It just makes me wonder, what is it with her within a relationship? Mm -hmm. Because I can be somewhat submissive in a relationship, Mm -hmm. not as much as I saw in that show. Mm -hmm. But it just made me more curious about their dynamic between them two. Because Mm -hmm. when I tell you, even sometimes the way he does shut her down doesn't seem kind either. Mm -hmm. So I will put that out there. But it's funny how she has so much mouth, but when he's like, nope. She is quiet as a mouse child. Interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. And they were all talking about it like, hmm, when Mark's around, he be putting that hammer down. Oh my
1: God.
0: On what tonight's episode will be, as y'all know, we record on Sundays, it seems like we start to see the real crack between them two. We know that they're currently separated, but it seems like they're working things out. Look, Mm -hmm. I don't like King's behavior. But she did marry the man. She loved the man. They do have a child. So if they can work it out, I hope they can. Right. But I really do hope that she works on her behavior and the way that she interacts with other people. Because it's just
1: nasty. Right. And it's just no need to be that way. Mm. So that was bravo moment. Um, married at first sight. The biggest thing that happened this week um, was with, I forgot the name gave him, but Brandon and Taylor. Brandon is the one that does not like being on film. Is hey. that Jekyll and Hyde or no, no? Jekyll and Hyde is Mika and Michael. Okay, he is just crap. I don't know his <laughs> name.
0: He's supposed to help me keep up now, but all right. But he don't like being on
1: camera. Right. Um. So this week they were kind of, you know, still not getting along. But um, Taylor tried to recover from it. She's like, I made you dinner or whatever, blah blah. But then she takes a picture of the dinner to put on social, and that sends him back up because he does not. Like how much she's on her social media, okay, So she goes out for a girl's night or whatever, and while she's out with her girl, she posts on um insta stories. Um, about why is it so hard to find a good man? Oh, and then Lord. she lists her requirements for a good man. So most off. of them, of which her husband don't match, oh, and it's like, oh. why are you saying this we when you're married? Like, yeah. so, so he's upset. So he saw that while she was out, and he packed up all his stuff and left. Okay, he literally left the apartment. He left his keys behind, so he couldn't even get in if he wanted to. Well, that was extreme. <laughs> So, she comes back in the morning because she stays out all night. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) That's a... Okay, that's a... And the whole time she was texting him all night, he didn't respond to her or whatever. So, she may have tried to communicate that she wasn't coming back till the morning, but he wasn't responsive anyways. Okay. So, she comes home in the morning and, like, all his stuff is gone and she's just like... See, he does those things and gets upset and doesn't communicate. And I'm like, well, in this situation, y'all both wrong. Like, you, you don't need to really be posting that, that on social right. media, talking about oh, it's so hard to find a good man and all these requirements, a man over six three, blah, blah blah, all these other things. No one that be you... hurtful. Right? Exactly. Um, and then two, yes, I don't think it's appropriate for you to get upset and just pick up all your crap and li- leave either. Agreed. So both of them, I think, is wrong. However, she still is blaming everything on him. He's blaming everything on her. So then they show, because it's funny, uh, the black couples, they get together, like, to talk often. Um, And I'm like, y'all know why. But <laughs> so he went to talk to Michael, who is um, Michael, who is Jekyll and Hyde. Right. Yeah. Um I I'm, I'm not even sure but we'll go with that. <laughs> um he went to talk to him and he was like he just feels like she's not here for the right reasons like in the beginning she seemed genuine but then when he saw how much she was into social media, he found out that she, um, tried out for another show. Um, I forgot what it was like called. Like Temptation Island. The show that it's like you try to tempt the couple or whatever. She tried out for that and the same time that she tried out so for this show. So he feels like
0: she wants to be on TV. She wants a
1: moment. Right. And he, that's why he's just like, I'm not here for it. I don't like it. I'm done with it. Whatever. Okay. Um, cause like you said, he just feels like she's just trying to get popping. She's not really here for him. Though, in the beginning, I will say she did seem very genuinely here for the process and all those things, but that don't mean that she wasn't faking it either. Right. So, I don't know where that's going to go. As far as Jekyll and Hyde, he's still Jekyll and Hyde. Because, (laughs) allegedly, like... On the um, honeymoon, he said that he got a new job, and when they were talking about finances, he was like, yeah, I said, when I, when I signed up for the show, I said I was making this much, but I got this new job, and now I'm making double, blah, blah. And so, now they show him, and he's like, oh, um, they changed up the salary and all of the other requirements after I had already signed the contract, and I don't like it, so I'm not going to take the job. And Mika, his wife, is just like, this don't make sense. Like, that sounds sus as I don't know what. She's like, who does that after you've already signed a contract? Because you can hold them to that and say you can't change. Exactly. And, X, y, so, Z. and then she's like, and then how are you going to turn down that job and accept a whole other job and never speak to me about it? <laughs> she, he was just like, yeah, I thought through it and I changed my mind. And she was just like, and you never said anything to me. So she's just like, this is why I can't trust you. Because she's like, you say one thing off camera and one thing on camera, then stuff stuff, stuff like this happens because she's like, that don't even sound realistic, like that, that actually kind of happened. Doesn't. And so she's just like, this is the whole reason why I don't believe anything that you say. Um, but he tried to like apologize, took her out to dinner, bought her all this candy. And she was like, I see that you're still trying, but she's just like, it's just going to take a while to build trust because I don't, she was like, the way that you communicate, I still don't the understand. The way he's behaving is just right. like... It's... And they flash forward to next week, and allegedly he said he was a yoga instructor, and she went to one of his classes, and he wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, this man is so just a liar. what he do for a living, and but now he's a yoga instructor? No, well, on the side. On the oh side. He works Lord. in the school system full time. Because oh, um, when they were with the families, they were playing like a guessing game, and it was like, a guess how much he works out. Um, And it was in people was like three times because he's not he's not big, but he's not like in shape. He got a little chub on him. And they said, he said that they were wrong and they were six. And so her family jokingly was like, well, what'd you be doing? And so he was like, oh, I do yoga five times a week. And then on the other day, and so they all bust out laughing. Because like, they would
0: think you would be in better shape.
1: Well, not Maybe because tone. of that. tone. Well, no, because they, when you say workout, I guess they thought more like cardio or weightlifting. Though yoga is working out, but they just did not realize that that's what he meant. What he said, he worked out six days a week. Okay. But nevertheless, they flash forward to next week, and he is not the yogurt instructor that he says that he is, which just reinforces that I think he's a bold-faced liar. I thought you said yogurt. And I was going to say, wait
0: a minute. Yoga. What's a yogurt instructor? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The lies have to stop.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't think it's going well. This season is just... Like I said I, a little gimmicky. I don't know man. this season it just seems like they picked a lot of the wrong people it's just because you got a whole nother couple they still not living together but he sp- oh this week he spent the night once like
0: yeah, if I was his wife <laughs> we go do this like either you in or you out brother. it's just
1: like it, it just, they just like picked a such bunch a of ways it
0: seems now it seems a little bit to me well, no, it just seems more like into the ratings now, cause I'm yeah. like, now nah, y'all, y'all really thought these like y'all had no doubts. These people were really that good in the interview process. Well, in
1: real life time, cause you know they record the show between August and October. That's the eight weeks. So in real life time, one of the cast members of this season is in fact alleging that he was put in his couple as a stump for TV, and that he doesn't believe that they actually thought that they were a match. That he thinks that they just did it all for TV. I mean, with That's the explained. dynamics
0: of this season, it does feel more like 90 Day Fiancé. In the sense of <laughs> like, does. extremes. Yeah. Where before, you know, you saw it and there, was, there were issues, but this seems extreme. And yeah. So it does, to me, It I think it's fair to question the judges thought process because mm-hmm. are they really that great of liars? Are y'all not really doing this thoughtful process as y'all are kind of
1: putting it out there that it is. And that's why I wonder what made them do five couples. Like, was it really that they couldn't choose between the last two or was it that they was just trying to squeeze more in? Because I would rather just have three quality couples. Go back to when it was just three. Even though I enjoy having more um, but I would I'm saying rather is, be That's what I'm quality. saying. It's starting
0: to get gimmicky because it's like, what was the point of keep increasing? It was mm-hmm. more storylines, more right. drama. So it's starting more to, to feel... to Right. It's starting to I, feel... Because five is a little too much for me. To keep up with.
1: Four was the safe spot for me. I just feel like it's starting to spot. feel a little gimmicky. Yeah. I don't know, but... It's a lot going on. And this is the halfway point. It does not seem like they're doing the little, you can get out of it at the midway point. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen this season. But, um, cause this is literally the halfway point of the season, so. Too much, child. We shall see. I'll I, and that's why another thing, I'm day. like, dang, the season seems like it's dragging. Like, it's just so much going on. Like, can we have a happy week? I used to love when I had to report on, like, the happiness. But one, it's too many couples to report on all of them, cause I'm cause not doing it. you can't even
0: have enough coverage of all. <laughs> right. Them. Like, I
1: mean, it's too many. It's yeah. just too many, child. Hopefully they don't do five no more, cause it's exhausting. That's why I can't remember half their names. Because well, too many. Well, I don't even know who you're talking about anymore. <laughs> I primarily talk about the two black couples. Um, so we had a question this week. Uh, Would you rather be famous for winning the Nobel Prize or for heroically saving someone's life? Um, Osnap Ashes here, too, says some saving someone's life. And Headshot 1906 says, so hear me out. Can I be famous for winning the Nobel Prize for heroically saving someone's life?
0: I don't think that's how it
1: works. I think like the only Nobel Prize that you can win in that arena is like for peacekeeping. But um, unless it's like a big way of saving someone's life, I don't know if that would count. That sounds like I don't think it works that way. Because <laughs> the other ones is like for literary stuff or medicine. You know, there is one for peace, but I feel like that's that's it was like the, that that's, that's like Gandhi level peace. That's, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
0: saving one life. That's I'm like ah, I don't know if it works that way. <laughs> Never say never. Right, right. Um, we have some responses on Twitter.
1: Mhm.
0: So, duh. Underscore miles. Underscore theory says saving a life. Uh, Teddy underscore Renee says Nobel Prize because I most likely save someone's life. So same kind of <laughs> thought process. And then, uh, say no mo pod Nobel Prize. Look at this. Again, it would likely relate to something that saves many lives. So, maybe in the medical.
1: Saving many lives. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, like, in the medical. That's like true. You the medical one, yeah. Good.
0: Medical advancement. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So, which one you choosing? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think they're both admirable. So yeah, So, like, agreed. flip a coin. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't like, have a
1: preference.
0: No, I don't. Flip a coin.
1: I think I would choose, um, the Nobel Prize. Only because I feel like, and this is not to lessen saving someone's life, but you have to put in a lot of hard work to get a Nobel Prize. Like like you said, like it's a lot of effort you put into that, and so I feel like that's why I would prefer to say that one, whereas I can heroically save someone's life without putting in any effort. Like I could have just jumped into the action and done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why I would prefer the Nobel Prize. All righty. So, um, our topic this week is about boundaries in friendships and boundaries that you think you should have. Now, I'll start with, Sinead, do you think that you should have boundaries in friendships or should it, well, for, like, close friends, because, you know, everybody got different levels of friends, but for, like, let's say for a best friend, do you think there should be boundaries? For, like, a, no. You don't? Do you feel like we have boundaries? Yes.
0: What boundaries?
1: (laughs) I think we have some of the ones on this list.
0: Um, okay, then I guess I have to hear them. <laughs> I'm being honest. Like, I'm like, your best friend, what boundaries are there that you wouldn't just have for, like, just being an, a human being? Cause I okay, like,
1: so. That's why I said, like. Right. Okay, so I understood with that because, yeah, they are most boundaries that I would just have with anyone. But I don't think people treat everyone that way. I think that they um, treat others worse than their own friends. If that makes sense like some of these and i'll go through the list in a second i don't think they hold these accountable for just anyone that they interact with i feel like they might only do that for their friends okay so um number one is how you treat each other's time and respecting the other things they have going on so not canceling last minute um, making sure that you have time to, you know, you spend time with them, you go out with them, whatever ways that you like to spend quality time with each other, that you do so, and that if they have an issue that comes in their life, you're there for it, um, and they're not disrespecting your time.
0: See, this is a boundary that I I choose for anyone. Yeah. Like, this is not, like, a friendship boundary, this is a me thing. Mm-hmm. I am a stickler on stuff like that, because yeah. I do feel like it's disrespectful when you plan people's time. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, if I cancel someone, I cancel days in advance. Yeah. Like, I don't like to do last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, even if, sometimes if I want to, I'm like, nah, I committed to it. I was like, I feel like the only
1: time you'll cancel last minute is if we both agree that we don't feel like going. Like, that's like, typically it. Cause I didn't want to either. Because like, you was like, but I was going to go. Gonna go. <laughs> right, cause I committed
0: to it. This yeah. is what we say we're going to do. And I yeah. do that with friendships. That's how I view it. I don't like my time to be wasted. Or play with so I don't like to do that with others. That's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Yeah, but I don't feel like like for me that's not a friendship boundary or a friendship thing. Like that's just how I treat human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just think it's rude when people do stuff like that. Like yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, next is the needs that you share with them, so they are you are able to clearly communicate your desires versus your needs. And so the example they give is you may want a friend to go out with you. Um, for a concert or on Friday night, but you may need them to be on time to meet for coffee to discuss something that's going on in your life. I think again that reflects on time, but I think it reflects on other things as well. So, like for example, you don't like driving at night. I don't.
0: So I mean, I will, <laughs> but I don't really like. So
1: that. and or driving period. Honestly, that's true. I don't. <laughs> but I don't. you're respectful on your needs versus your wants. So, like, you'll be like, you could drive my car, but I just don't want to drive. Right. Or you'll be I'll like, pay. I'll give you gas money. I'll right. That <laughs> right? would be fair. Right. It's not
0: always fair to be stuck driving. <laughs> and sometimes I'll say, all right, I'll drive.
1: Right. It's fair. <laughs> but, like,
0: I don't like
1: driving. Or, like, when we used to go to Philly, it, you would be like, I'll drive, but you know I'm going to need you to parallel park. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten better, but yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, it's a balance between, like, I know what you want. But also, it's like, if I can't drive, then it's like, you're not going to take advantage of the fact that I drive all the time. So, I feel like that's another example of, like, knowing each other's wants versus needs. For me, I took it as
0: knowing the type of friend, because, like, I feel like, like, friendship love languages, Mm -hmm. it made me think of that. Yeah. Because, like, I have friends who require more from me than others. Mm hmm and I respect that. That's yeah. how they like their friendship. And for, like, one of my friends, like, I've adjusted as needed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was articulated to me that I was like, I don't reach out enough. I'm like, my bad. Yeah. Not my intent. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't ever have to do that with nobody else. So you meet a new person and you make a... You know what I mean? So yeah. I took it as, like, that. Mm-hmm. So with some of my friends I know, like, um, like i make a point to reach out more. Because I know, mm-hmm. like, that's the type of... I don't want to say attention, but the type of—that's uh,
1: what she requires. As that's a what friend. she requires as a friend. And you for respect her, to feel. her needs,
0: and I respect that she articulated it. And I'm like, you're right. I can do that. That's yeah. what you require for being your friend, and yeah. I'm cool with that. Right. So that's how I view it. I mean, yeah. for me, I think I'm a relatively easy friend to have. Mm-hmm. I'm not a friend, friend for one. When it comes to, like, my issues, mm-hmm. I'm not even a friend that discusses my issues with all of my friends. There's only a couple that I will go to a deep level of, like, detail with. Yeah. Um, And I don't feel like I'm a needy friend either. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the moments that I need you that you're not there, that shit will, like, fire me Cause up. Because you don't need Because I'm like, that. I'll never be asking another one of you <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the one time... <laughs> Or I need you to show up for me and you don't. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff where it's like, all right, so now we have to adjust yeah. what this is. Because I don't view myself as, like, a needy friend. Yeah. I feel like if I'm needy... And, like, and we're not, here's the thing. There's, like, Sydney is, like, me friends with Sydney is often different from everyone else. <laughs> so, like, if I am needy, it would be with her, <laughs> not with any of my other friendships. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the past, like and I don't think this is true now. Like in the past, where I would say I felt like Sydney was meaner to me than all of her other friends, <laughs> but it was more of I feel like she felt comfortable with me. Maybe so. It was more like if I was bothering her, <laughs> she felt a lot more comfortable to tell me, <laughs> or just because she's closer to me, there's no like um filter. Yeah, and I would take that as something else when it was really more. She just probably felt comfortable. Just articulating and being honest yeah. yeah. where she wasn't really being meaner to me.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, next is how reciprocal you are displays the kind of boundaries that you have sh- set up in your friendship. Um, and so in a friendship, it could be an example similar to what you gave, gave is like if people only contact you when they need something versus actually contacting you to see how you are. Um, cause they not reciprocating that relationship or if you need me to loan you money and, um, when I need $10, you are not able to reciprocate. So just small stuff like that. But I think it could also be on a grander scale of being reciprocal in a friendship because it could be like, I needed you to be there for a funeral and you ain't show up. Right. Um, but now you're going through a similar situation, and you want to cry on my shoulder. Now I'm gonna still be there because I'm not an evil person. But but I, it's something to note. Right. Exactly. Like you didn't
0: show up. Mm-hmm. You know, for an example. So I ain't to go there. But <laughs> um, I have certainly experienced that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it has impacted the way I feel about the person that comes to mind how I feel ultimately about our friendship now mm-hmm. I'll be honest and say, I don't know if they see it and I'll be honest. You, I haven't articulated it either. And I go back and forth with it. Like I go back and forth. Like, is it worth discussing? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes what makes me not discuss it because it's like, if you really don't see a difference, then it's like, we was never on the same page in the beginning, in the first place. That's how I sometimes take it. Okay. So then I'm like, then I don't want to talk about it. But right. that doesn't necessarily give them an opportunity to right. fix it or right. correct it. And right. I
1: acknowledge that. Right, okay. Um.
0: Yeah. Both sides of that. You're yeah. not giving the person a chance to, to
1: say, like I bed. didn't realize
0: it, or yeah. I'm sorry, or let me fix it. So it's like a double-edged sword. Because,
1: yeah, I think a lot of times people can get caught up in their own lives and not see someone for a long time, and you go time without realizing, you're like, oh, shoot, I ain't seen such and such an image. Like, I did that with one of my line sisters recently, because I'm like, dang, I ain't seen her since it was warm outside. Where the heck you been at? And, like, we tried to link up. We haven't yet, but um, it was just, like, a realizing, dang, months has passed since I have seen you. Now I have texted you every now and again. We still have texted, but just being in your presence, I'm like, we need to hang out soon. And it's not because I didn't want to hang out it's just that i guess i got caught up in my own life and as did she and we both just kind of went without spending that time together so i think it's just all about like communicating if you want it to change or if you want it to go back to how it used to be whichever one and maybe i'm cool with what it is right right exactly um the next is um how much you tell them Um, so you have certain friends that you tell almost everything, and then you have other friends that you only tell certain things. Um, some people have the idea that they need to tell their friends absolutely everything going on in their life, but that's just not true. Um, you're not obliged to share every bit of information, um, whether it's a best friend or just a a casual friend.
0: So for me, like, when I think about my friends... Mm hmm the first like couple people in my mind like they do know pretty much everything, mm-hmm. but it's reciprocated. Like mm-hmm. I know all their crap; they know all mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a few casual friends who get highlight versions. Mm-hmm. They won't get the like dirty details of things. Um, I think this for me. If we I'm not a friend who's going to berate you for not letting me know what's going on in your life. Um, depending on the issue, I know sometimes it could take. People time
1: mm-hmm.
0: before they want to talk about That's it. That's true, yeah. Um, and I respect that. Yeah. Um, so for me, for me it's more of a just communicate it. Mm-hmm. So like one of my friends, um, and this is, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story <laughs> about I'm one friend, store. but one of my friends, told who got married. You know, she had a lot on her plate. And me and her kind of got, got got into it because mm. she was being real sassy. And I was like, <laughs> maintain long tone. <laughs> now, after we like talked about it, she was like, look, I just have a lot going on. I haven't articulated it, And I just don't feel like talking about it. I said, look you don't have to talk about it right now. Right. If you're still in the midst of it and you can't articulate it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You letting me know that it's a rough time for you. Then I understand. Yeah. And I can give you bit of a pass on the sass. (laughs) But when you don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. So I say all that to say that sometimes even a little bit goes a long way to say, look, I'm going through that right now. Um, you know, I'll let you know later. Or I'm just, just, just roll with me right now. Yeah. Cause that helps the person just be aware. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And once I knew that, then I let her sass pass. <laughs> and that's, that's a lighter way of saying it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you have a lot on your plate. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to add this is small. like right. And we'll talk about it when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And we did. And it's all good in the hood. Right. So I'm never going to force someone to tell me something. Everyone reacts to things differently everything, everyone responds to things differently. Mm -hmm. But I think if you care about the friendship and, um, depending on the closeness of them, of course, of you and that person, if you care, I think it's okay to say, Hey, you know, one it's two things. It's like, Hey, I'm going through a lot right now. That's why you haven't heard from me. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm just working through things or it's a, Lord, I lost my train of thought or it's a, Hey, I'm going through a lot right now. I don't feel like talking about it right now, but when I feel better I'll I'll let you know but right. I'm okay. You know what I mean? It's just It's all about how you communicate It's all about, about how you communicate and I yeah. think if to me if a friend is communicating that way they're not ready to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it right now, that's fine. And a lot of times with
1: my friends if I get that I'm like, Okay, well I'm here. Mm-hmm. If you wanna talk, if you don't wanna talk. Right. I'm here I, either way. I also think it depends on like where you are in your life. So like for example, if I'm in a relationship, I do think at certain at a certain point And it depends on what kind of relationship you're in. Like, if you're married, I don't think you need to tell your friends about every disagreement you have with your husband or your spouse, whatever.
0: I think your boyfriend, too, frankly.
1: Well, that, too, yeah. And I think it also depends on the kind of disagreement we have. And, like, you know, if they putting hands on you, I think it would be best if you told someone. But for any, like, for minor disagreements, I don't think that needs to be told to everybody. Because, one, everybody know your family and friends don't forgive anyone as quickly as you do. Period. And then I think on top of that is, like, I just think it's not necessary to always share that information. Now, if you need to vent about it or whatever, yeah, cool. But I don't think it's always necessary to share every little bit and piece of what's going on in your relationship with every friend. I think some people do it
0: for venting purposes. Yeah. I think you have to be careful how you um, describe your partner mm-hmm. in the midst of things. Because, like, for example, like, like if I'm only hearing negative things, you can't now be upset upset because I don't want to like dap him up. (laughs) You're not giving me like a whole picture. You're not telling me he brought you flowers today and y'all had a good night. I'm Mm -hmm. only hearing about when he said this and we had an argument like that ain't gonna help me have a balanced picture. Right, Like for me, give me some balance so that when y'all have an argument, I can be like, okay, well, maybe I can talk about it. Can you fix it? Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't mean it that way. But it's like, (laughs) if you don't give me nothing else, then all I can say is, like, he sounds like trash. (laughs) Right. I think it depends on how you want to, like, one of my friends, she'll tell me about their little disagreements. A lot of times she says, I'm not on her side enough. (laughs) But I'll tell her, like, for me as a friend, Mm -hmm. if I think you're wrong,
1: I'm going to tell you.
0: I'm going to tell you, even if I didn't like the dude, I could still be like, now, you know that wasn't right. Or, like, you know you probably shouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. So that's just the type of friend I am. Yeah. I've gotten, um, at this space, because uh, I've learned through some of my friends' relationships, where it's like, I think ultimately we're adults, mm-hmm. and people going to decide to be with, fool around with, hang with, who they want to be with. So I think even if a friend wants to tell you everything, you don't have to say everything. I think that's how I take it. Because like whether my friend wants to share a little of a lot, I can have certain opinions about it, but it's like, you don't need to share it. right? If they ask you, you can certainly articulate where you're coming from Mm -hmm. or why you feel the way you feel. But
1: ultimately, just like mind your business. Right, right. And then I also think like for me, I only tell certain friends certain things because other friends don't want to hear about it. Like Shanae, sometimes will be like, "All right, you told me too much." Like, and so it's like it's not and that. For the
0: record, <laughs> when I get to that point, just know, guys, it was too damn much. Like, <laughs> to I'm, you, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, I'm fine. I get it. You know, you you with your person. And I get, we we make these comments and you'll talk about the person a lot. So I'm typically the friend where I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. Even if I'm like, girl, who cares? Mm -hmm. But I understand that because I do it too. When you like someone, you just do it. So I feel like just be a friend and let them, you know, get their little knickers off, sharing their (laughs) stories or their cute little anecdotes that Mm -hmm. you don't care about. Mm -hmm. But it's fine because they're happy. You want to see your friend happy. Right. Now, I feel like there's only been a few times (laughs) where I've said, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And because it's like... I don't care how close we are, that's not a level of detail I needed. And if you have a friend who is okay with that level of detail, shout out to them. Cause I, that's all I'm going say. Shout out to them. Because you're right. To me, it's too much. So if you have other people around who's like, that's nothing, one, I would love to chat with them. Um, and two, cool, because it's too much for me. I'll be like, okay, see, I'll literally be like, and you went too far. Like, I'm just like, no one needed to know that. Like, it's the same thing with my mom. My mom does this too. Like, we'll be joking, and then she'll say something like, see, ain't nobody need to know all that. You didn't need to do all that. Okay? Like, enough. But anyway, my story time is about friendship. Mm-hmm. So, at my job, there's a group of us. We have definitely became a friendship. We mm-hmm. would call each other the "ladies who lunch." Mm-hmm. We would go out. You know, we really developed personal relationships outside of the office. Right. Um, it's a couple of us. So, long story short, because I don't, it is long, but I mm-hmm. want to tell you how it's come to a head. Literally on Friday, which, and I'm very curious to see the dynamic when I step into work tomorrow. Oh Jesus! So, so one of my friends. Um, literally just stopped speaking to us. Ooh. And at first, it was after I got back from my conference in San Francisco. Yeah. So, I was in the office for really Wait, like a little bit. Wait,
1: but y'all still work together? hmm Okay.
0: So, <laughs> literally, when I came back in the new year, everything was fine. We all talking about... I mean, even though we texted off the break, you know, yeah. you still chat and you're seeing each other. Yeah. And at least her, because I haven't seen her. Like, I have saw others. I haven't seen her during, like, the week off. hmm So... I go on my trip to San Francisco and we get back and she not speaking to nobody. Now at first, so awkward. I didn't feel no type of way because it was like the entire group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I say the group of us, it's like including me is five, mm-hmm. right? She went to talk to five of us. Oh my God. So we just was like, so something's going on. Yeah. So we was letting her like do her thing. Yeah. Um. Once I realized that she was talking to other people again.
1: So she talked to all four
0: of them. So this is how it happened. It was five, like five of us she wasn't speaking to, very mom. Um, she's not talking to anybody, mm-hmm. but she'll talk to other people in the office. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Right, so it's clear, like it's like some targeted it's just thing. just y'all. And so if I speak to her about work, it was via email because like she's making a point not to speak to me. So like if I had a question for her work related, I would just email it to her because oh like God. we still got to get our job done. Right. <laughs> now as like, a week or two comes by. My uh, friend Tolu had her bridal shower. She was part of the planning process for that. Mm-hmm. And randomly she texts me. And we haven't been speaking. Y'all just spoken to me about a week and a half. Right. She's like, well, I might be able to go to Tolu's shower. I have stuff going on at home. I'm like, okay. Hope everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, yeah, just stuff going on. I'll be okay. I was like, okay, well, we'll miss you. Still don't know why you're not really speaking to anybody. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Mm-hmm. So at the bridal shower, it comes the bachelorette party, I'm sorry. It comes out that one, she never told Tolu directly, which I thought was kinda oh, whack. Yeah, no. Like you told me, but right. I'm like, Tell her you're not coming. Right. And I thought it was I didn't think that was right. Right. And Tolu felt so bad, like she gave everyone a gift bag she made for everybody. Uh-huh. Still not speaking to her by the way. She gives you whole gift bag. And you not You're talking still to her. not talking to her. So uh-huh. now I'm annoyed. Yeah. So then probably another week goes by and it comes to my attention, and now she's talking to two out of the five. Okay. So then there's three people left, and I'm a part of the three. All right. We're going to call us the three musketeers. <laughs> she ain't speaking to the three musketeers. Mm-hmm. And now... So now i
1: with y'all. Three.
0: Now I'm like, okay. So at first, when it made me feel like maybe she was having personal things, yeah. she wasn't really in a space where she wanted to share it, I respected that, wished right. her well. But now it's like, okay... Now seems more than that because... Did
1: she tell the two what's going on at
0: home? S- s- tidbits. Okay. But, to me, even if we didn't speak about what's going on at home, you're not speaking to me yeah. at all. Yeah. To you're me, not even it's something hello. more. Like, not a good morning. That's weird, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so now I'm starting to get irritated because I'm like, yo, I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. If there was an issue with me that I did to you. Right. Why not tell me? Mm-hmm. It was to the point where the other two that were speaking could see this and was like, do you, they would be like, well, what's going on? I'm like, you tell me, she <laughs> talking to you now. Right. And she would never articulate to them that like, there was an issue. Hmm. So two months later, cause that's, that's just it. This has been about two months of her not speaking to the three musketeers. Mm-hmm. We get a text on Friday. And for the record, Tolu is left off. Mm-hmm. So I always think that's kind of weird. Did she leave her... Mm. Okay. She left off of this...
1: So I guess still not talking
0: to her then. Still not talking to her.
1: Okay.
0: She was left off this text. And me and the other masketeers on the text Where basically, she's like, sorry, I haven't been chatting, but now I want to tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. So let me just go to the text message. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to read the whole thing because know. it's long. <laughs> And this, these exchanges are long, so I'm gonna give you summaries. Like, I'm gonna show oh my gosh. Sydney a That's visual. An essay. I'm gonna show, you see what oh I my wrote down? This, this is,
1: is a relationship. Ugh. No, that's a relationship. This is I'm going sorry, on Friday. These reactions, <laughs> because but that's she a relationship is argument. Th- like. That's how I felt. I was
0: like, this is like weird. This is a Friday night. That's the ones you guys um, click to
1: expand. Like, yes,
0: <laughs> and so I'm showing her, y'all. These are long soliloquies we are sending in this group text. Mm-mm. So she was like, she wanted to reach out to finally explain what her issue had been. Mm-hmm. Now this is what I'm like, what?
1: Y'all looked at her room.
0: So, <laughs> apparently, she felt like the um, past couple of months were really busy with her at work and things like that, and she felt like we weren't respectful of her time or space when it comes to her needing to focus. So,
1: I was like, wait a minute. So, she's basically, wait she's a minute. saying... You upset because <laughs> what? So, basically, y'all at work, She y'all talking to her too much. Well, the thing is, we
0: haven't talked. She hasn't been speaking to us. I know. So, what like, I'm saying before this. I, 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 don't know. I, I, I guess guess so. she talked She
1: stopped talking she to you because like she felt like we were a
0: distraction right. to her. Even though, like, we're not. T- I- Here's <laughs> the thing: we're in cubicles. <laughs> like everything is distracting, but apparently now no one else cubicle uh, around her. Right.
1: Y'all was. Or the it.
0: fact that they be yelling in each other's offices that didn't distract her, but this is what was distracting her. So for me. I was like, girl, if this is truly why you weren't speaking to us for two months, one, we were never really friends, because this is the dumbest, pettiest mess I've ever heard in my life. Now, let me tell y'all something. Now, at one point in time, did she ever say, y'all, I'm trying to work, okay, yeah. y'all, keep it down, right. or whatever the case may be? Nothing, y'all. Right. I no, saw her in January. We're
1: friends and, like, even for my coworkers that I'm closer closer with, if they try to talk to me, I'd be like, hold on, I'm trying to... Same. Work something And they are respectful of it.
0: That's <laughs> not what happened. So let me be very clear, guys. At no point in time has she has ever said anything to me saying that I'm distracting her or disturbing her from doing her work. Mm-hmm. Not ever. <laughs> now, two weeks ago, prior to this message, I was speaking to uh, my friend Katina. She's one of the Musketeers as well. Okay. And... My back was towards this woman here. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was on the phone. So Katina was telling me something. And she was like, I'm uh, I'm on the phone. <laughs> and so Katina and I just look at her like, girl, have you lost your mind? And went back to talking. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. No one knew you were on the phone. Mm-hmm. So if you were on the phone, all you had to say was, Hey, y'all on the phone, y'all keep it down. Because, you know, if you would have said that, I'd be like, ooh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Conversation would have stopped.
1: Right.
0: No one knew you were on the phone. Mm-hmm. I did not hear her. I'm not looking in your cubicle.
1: <laughs> and we don't have, Especially like... because you're not talking to me. Because I'm not talking
0: to you! <laughs> and my office is not, like, open desk. They're literally cubicles. So mm-hmm. if we're, like, standing or sitting, like, I can't see you. I can't right. see what you're doing. Right. So that was rude as hell. And I was like, girl... <laughs> then I was like, ooh, ooh. Cause I just feel like it's rude and it's petty. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. She keeps coming. And so I respond in my soliloquy, basically saying, girl, if this truly was a work thing, you felt like we were distracting or disturbing. I'm like, then why not just say something? You Mm -hmm. never said anything. And you made this way bigger than it ever needed to be. Right. Um, if this was truly an issue for you, if you and I are supposedly friends, Mm -hmm. Yeah. outside of this space...
1: You can't just cut off a friend for months. Then not you could
0: just say what it was and mm-hmm. I would have responded accordingly. Right. Basically, she comes back to say... And here's the thing why I, I just ain't with it. Long story short, because this is getting long, mm. in her apology, she blames us. Like, if y'all weren't doing this, she wouldn't have did this. And so for me, that's not an apology. Mm-hmm. And so I kept saying, honestly if you really feel like this was worth all that this drama has become to be, like, other people were involved, it was, like, separate ladies who lunch it. Like, it was very childish to me. Mm -hmm. If this was all because you felt like you couldn't concentrate. By the way, she has noise-canceling headphones, so most of the time when someone is speaking to her, she supposedly can't even hear them. So I don't know how I'm distracting you. Semantics. But the point is this... (laughs) You can't go two months without speaking to someone mm-hmm. and then randomly text them and say, I'm sorry, but and you And intentionally
1: did. not speak to someone. And intentionally. y'all work together. So we, we see together. each other every day. So right. she was
0: going out of her way not to speak to me as yeah. a professional, right. for one, yeah. and as a friend, right. supposedly, because I thought we were
1: friends. Mm-hmm.
0: And for you to come back and say, it's because... We was loud at work. It was like, girl, <laughs> this is the stupidest shit I've ever read in my life. The petty and response would have
1: been like, well, did you get a promotion? <laughs> like, that's the petty response. Since you were so focused.
0: Like. <laughs> she did. That's oh, why i laughing.
1: <laughs> she got it in
0: December. Oh my God. I'm like, how did you know?
1: <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, girl. I didn't stop your money. But, like, <laughs> this is that's dumb. Hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> so Katina's responding, and she's. She, Katina's. Her and our approaches are different. I'm a little bit softer. Mm-hmm. Katina's more like, it's a shame that something this petty and small will cause a rift. Basically telling her, glad you explained yourself. We could be professionally cordial. Like, mm-hmm. no friendship. And frankly, I don't really want to continue either. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why this blew up was very dumb, if you think about it. Yeah. But. The point I'm trying to make, and it made me think of the boundaries and the communication is, if something's going on and your friend is bothering you, Mm -hmm. and you go out of your way to cause strife instead of just saying... Look, this is bothering me. Right. And then when you feel like talking about it now, yeah. and you don't take accountability for the fact that you could have handled it better, like, what do you expect? Cause that's
1: what I was going to say. It's one thing if, like, you feel a certain way about a friend, but if you're not ready to talk about it, but if, like, you keep all things the same, like, you still communicate, and then it's like, okay, I'm ready to talk about it. Right. Now. But she cut all communication. Girl, ice is out, child. <laughs> and then...
0: And then... <laughs> And then blamed us for the reason why she... loud
1: in the office.
0: And by the... And and the reason, like, I don't want y'all to listen and be like, well, this seems dumb. Because it is! And the reason why it made me think of this whole friendship (laughs) conversation is because, one, people view friendship in different ways. And clearly there are certain boundaries that affect people more than others. I suppose. But the point I'm trying to make is... When you don't communicate, and I'm a person who struggle with this, mm-hmm. a lot of times if you take too long to tell me what was bothering you, I get real like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this matter, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, if this was how you felt, I just wish you would have said something. Right. But usually, I'm more like you waited six months to say this. Like, <laughs> go on. It couldn't have bothered you that bad. Acknowledging that people process, I have different. grown. People process things differently. Yeah. And I have been told that, you know, maybe I give an intimidating edge. And people just, feel like they can't say certain things to me. Yeah. What else? Boss up. You know? You know who
1: I am. Boss up and say it. But, I okay. I just, I definitely feel like this just could have been handled much differently. It could have been like, hey, y'all, I got this promotion. I'm a little weighed down right now, so I'm not going to be able to talk as much at work. I may not be able to go out to lunch as often. But you know what the God thing? Is,
0: but the thing is this: like, it wasn't even like that. It was literally like the day before I, before my trip, we were cool. Right. When We got back. She didn't speak. So it's not a. That's
1: so weird. That's what makes it one because so that, that was after her promotion.
0: Yes, and the reason why we feel like it's BS is because before we left for our trip, because Satina was with me. Was in she San mad she did go? Well, we're in different departments, and I was um, like, we're so both, she Katina gone. and I are meeting planners. She's in finance. Like, we're um, in two different departments. Yeah, so I don't know. So the reason why, one, I slightly called BS on this, because I think there's a other issue she has with us that she's not saying, that she's what it making it like. work-related. And I'm yeah. like, do you realize this makes no sense? <laughs> Because last time I saw you, you was cool and you weren't distracted. I was gone for a week. You came back and you didn't speak. Right. That's how this happened, y'all. Just yeah. so we're clear, like so there it's is like no I wasn't exchange. even here a week
1: to distract. you. I wasn't you. even here
0: to distract you. This
1: is what happened, y'all. Was gone for a week and she said, "Oh my God, I got so much done." Look Let at them, me them evil that.
0: twerps. And this is what I'm gonna say. I chat and laugh, but guess what? My work is always done. Yeah. So. Okay, that was a little dig, but <laughs> sorry. As y'all can see, I, I mean, I'm not So perfect. y'all going to say
1: hi to her
0: tomorrow? You know what? I'm a professional woman, and I absolutely <laughs> will say good morning. Will we do anything outside of that? Nah.
1: So what if she come to your cube and, you know, try to chat?
0: She'd be told that I just don't feel the same way about a relationship, and I would prefer that we just keep a professional cordial like, relationship. to focus right now. <laughs> ah, I should. <laughs> Honestly, I really have a lot on my plate right now, so I really appreciate it. If, I'm
1: just, don't do listen
0: to me. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what? The thing about this is But no, I think you if you say I don't feel the same way about our friends right feel
1: now, I, think that's good, I, think I don't that's feel I the same way I don't feel the same way
0: and I feel like you and I can be professionally cordial. Yeah, but the outside of just a professional. That just doesn't exist anymore. And yeah. the thing is, I feel like I have a right to that. You iced mm-hmm. me out for two months. I don't have to, now when you're ready to be, like, kicking it again, I don't have to kick it with you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't want to. And even though I feel like it's petty, mm-hmm. um, the reason why, like, this is done, I stand firm with the fact that I really didn't like the way you handle it. And I'm not going to sit up here and be like, we cool like that when I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a really long story, guys. And I know y'all thinking, like, what was that you tell me y'all because i'm still like what was that and i'm just curious to see the energy come the work week of how people will behave all i know is i'm super busy so i need to concentrate um that was a nice like side note back to what we was talking about y'all
1: number five on the list is how you treat their values um so the respect you show for your friend's Different values that don't match yours shows um, the kind of boundaries that you're willing to set in your life. So they could have, you know, different religions, different political views from you, different other values in their life. And as long as you respect the, their values or choose not to always debate about it, then you have healthy boundaries.
0: Um, I agree but I also feel like it's okay if you want your friends to have the same values Agreed. that's what I'll say Agreed. I think for me like I have friends who have different religions so that doesn't bother me mm-hmm. like the politics is a little bit different for me <laughs> I can own I only have so much range I'll be completely <laughs> honest I I only have so much range <laughs> but I acknowledge that fully mm-hmm. and I think that's okay. <laughs> I think it's okay to want friends that have the similar core values yeah. as you do. Yeah, like um, I'm not gonna
1: have it at this point in my life, homophobic friends. No. I like can. in I the can't. past, when I did, it was like, Okay, Sydney trying to do it. But now it's like, You don't have to deal with this. No. Like, I'm good. <laughs> so like, yeah.
0: There's certain Areas where I do not have range just ignore it or yeah. be like, oh we're just Especially the
1: people that always like to speak about it. It's like can we not?
0: Right. <laughs> you hurting it. Like just shut up about <laughs> right. it. And maybe I could try to be cool with you. <laughs> right. So there's certain things where I'm like, nah, I yeah. just can't. But mm-hmm. I do think there are differences in friendship and Mm -hmm. you can respect that the way you live your life and decision-making. Yeah. And I also say, once again, like, we're adults Mm -hmm. and if they're not physically harming themselves or others, you gotta let people, let people fly.
1: And I feel like, especially if you literally do truly trust them as your friend, you can, like, talk about, you know, the area that you disagree on and if no one is willing to move, then it's like, cool, we agree to disagree. But I do think, like, having that conversation in a healthy and respectful manner is good. I hate when people, like, agree to disagree before even discussing it. I feel like, to me, that's rude, and that's not how you treat a friend, if you, like... But I can sometimes understand it. So, like, if I... This would never happen. But if I just came to you and was like, yeah, I voted for Trump, I feel like you would want to have a conversation about it. You wouldn't want to be like, oh, we are not talking about that then. Like, you would want an explanation. Like... I
0: probably would call you dumb. <laughs> And say what the hell is wrong with you? Right, but you but sure I would say why did you do that? Sure, you wouldn't
1: just be like we just gonna have to agree to disagree on this. I feel like when people start conversations like that, that's rude. But that's just- no,
0: no, I do like to understand, yeah. and when I hear it, I may ask a question or two, and then I go okay. <laughs> Right, And then I may say, what, to agree to disagree on this
1: one? Right. But you Agreed. seek to understand first.
0: I like yeah. to hear people's perspective. Agreed. See, uh, acknowledging that I may not agree with their perspective. But wanting to hear um, it. But yeah. I want to hear it out. I want to understand what got you to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, But like I said, I also think it's okay if you don't want friends who have, like, if you want friends that are in the same kind of, like, core values. Mm-hmm. I actually think, I don't think that's necessarily an issue either. Right. That doesn't mean you can't get along with people of different viewpoints, but friendships are closer, and mm. I can understand that if you want to spend close time with someone who matches your core values, I think that's okay. I don't yeah, think, agree. I don't think that's a bad <laughs> I think it's thing. weird
1: to not care about your friend group's core values. I, Just be like, oh, I don't care. I'm like, what? Then is this really a core value for you, for you to not care about your closest friend's they just spend so much time yeah, with, that's weird like weird I to just, me. I think that's weird. I do think a lot of, well, I, I think a lot of men are nonchalant about stuff like that with their friends and not knowing their core values. Right, especially with
0: their friends, uh, sometimes toxic behavior and Facts. certain elements like relationships. <laughs> uh, they certainly know how to just pass the buck on that. <laughs> yeah. where I feel like. um at least I will just speak for me. Where like if my friends were doing something shady, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be, be like, like Girl, "Girl, you know that's wrong. You know you should be doing that." Right? Agree. You like, I ain't telling on you. Like I literally <laughs> say stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and I'm not gonna sit here quietly and let you continue to do this. Don't like, talk, cause I, cause I be like, when well, then don't talk to me about it, because right? you're being, you're being stank, and I ask
1: if you doing this. <laughs> what you want me to say, Hef? I'm like, not lying <laughs> for you. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whoops! <laughs> I feel like we just were more quick to check our friends on their and and their actions aligning with what they say their values are. Agreed. Yeah. Um. Number six is how you separate your emotions and well-being. Um. And so it kind of explains how you can care and provide for your friends, but if you let their emotional state. Um, if you if your emotional state starts to rely on your friend's emotional state, they feel like that's the beginning of codependency, and it could be a problem. Oh. <laughs> you okay?
0: Oh, that was like weird.
1: I feel like you just had heartburn.
0: It wasn't heartburn. It felt like a hiccup, but then it like got stuck. Okay. I don't
1: know, y'all. <laughs> But I agree with this, because I have been in situations where I know, like, if my friend is not feeling it, then I immediately don't feel it, and then it's like, now we both not feeling it for the night. So I do feel like you have to create boundaries between, if they are not feeling it, trying to get them into it, trying to cheer them up, trying to see what's going on to make sure that you are caring for them, but trying to not let that, um, I guess, affect your own feelings about whatever y'all are doing. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, um, because typically I'm the friend who's not feeling
1: it. (laughs) And I'm the one who's trying to make you feel it. Yes.
0: (laughs) But I feel like sometimes, because I know myself, Mm -hmm. but I'll be like, I'm fine. Because truly I am, and I don't want... I don't want... For example, this happened, we were on a bar crawl. Mm -hmm. At one point in time, I feel like, was like, no, the next day, Mm -hmm. you asked me, I think was upset at something. I was mm-hmm. like, nah, I was good. I really was. Like, I was mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I know sometimes like, I look a certain way, but like, I'm good. If I'm yeah. not good, I'll articulate it. Don't worry about me, you I'm fine. <laughs> and I really was. I was yeah. like, I don't know how I was looking, but I was okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that. Like, so, because I am that friend. Mm-hmm. Where they be like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I really do be chilling, y'all. But and no. I know, I know that. It don't always look like I'm chilling, but remember, I really can be chilling.
1: Remember when you, what game was that? I think it was the Michael Jackson dance game when you beat Princess and you made her feel bad. I mean, Honestly, no, Princess beat you and you made her feel bad. That was
0: really unintentional. I was like, wow. I didn't realize it had that impact. Yes. <laughs> because I was like, it's she was okay. Literally apologizing that she was she like, won. my bad. I was like, no, you won. <laughs> But that's an example of like I could be doing something and I just don't really think about my impact. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like it'll impact people and I'm like, What's wrong with y'all? And y'all like, like, you you (laughs) You sitting here like and I'm like, Oh my bad (laughs) Like it's one of those situations where like I just be doing whatever but I'm fine Mm -hmm. but I'm giving off an energy or a vibe that will make other people like want to react or comfort me and I'm like, But I'm okay. So and I'm not as competitive as I was once
1: was. That's true. I mean now I've you just, when it, we play face, yeah. 10, you just say people are cheating. But that's all now.
0: Honestly <laughs> we haven't I haven't played a game with you in quite some We time.
1: play well, I think we play face ten every year in okay, team. So okay, so I could have grown. <laughs> so mm, we'll see this year in June
0: mm, Okay. So I will stay here for your life. <laughs>
1: Okay. Look, in Juneteenth this year, if she says somebody cheating at phase 10
0: they winning... Win, I'm not saying I'm gonna anything. come on here the very end next day. To either play the game or not play the game. Okay, and first of all, phase ten, I'm always down. You feel <laughs> but then me? You come back. But I come back and sweep it. So don't worry about me. Okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Okay?
1: Mm-mm. Um Number seven is how you affect each other's lives. Um, So it says, if you think about your friends right now, you can probably differentiate the ones who truly enhance your life from the ones who do not. Um, Friends are people that you can rely on to support you, cheer for you, and call you out on your stuff in a loving way. Friends don't compete with you, pick fights, or play middle-high school mean-girl games, continuously creating storms, and often lack the ability to have healthy relationships i agree me too i mean i definitely have like and that's why i differentiate between like my close friends and my casual friends because i do have friends that it's like we cool there's no beef however and this not it's not intended to sound bad however you don't add anything to my life it's it may sound bad but that's not the intent. It's just that we're casual friends i do enjoy spending time with you there's no issue spending time together However, um, if I need something or need you're to... You're not the person someone, I call,
0: you're trash. I uh, get no, it. they're not no, I just Y'all, yeah, playing. It's just
1: that I'm not going to them first.
0: It's just I don't find you valuable. No. But I'll have a drink with you, it's fine. <laughs> <No. laughs> Y'all, yeah, playing. That's not the case. Like, I'll have, like, some nachos with you, but... Girl. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: not telling you my business. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh we just talk about Married at First Sight and stuff. Oh my no, God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always struggle with this because I'm just like, either you're my friend or you not. But there are a handful of people who are not not my friend, mm-hmm. but they ain't my friend. But I don't necessarily... They're associates. No, because I feel like they're a little bit more than associates. So casual friends. So let me finish, man. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) Now that I now, I use like friends and casual friends associates. I was definitely someone who's like, you're my friend or you're not. But there are a few people in my life who's like, you're more than an associate, mm-hmm. but you're not, like, a friend, mm-hmm. so you're a casual friend.
1: But it, isn't it funny when, like, your casual friends consider you higher on their list? Yes, you... I
0: think it's always, like, really? <laughs> but that lets you know that what certain people need or what they consider... Yeah, they
1: require less.
0: They require. And I guess yeah. for me, if you my friend, there are requirements. Yeah. Um and when I feel like you ain't up to snuff you get booted mm-hmm. you feel me mm-hmm. depending on who you are I give you opportunity to fix it mm-hmm. um you know I try to I'll mm-hmm. except for that one y'all I'm still struggling with that one but you still try to figure, out try to you figure that out place them. but typically I'll say something if I'm bothered yeah. and you know you can fix it or you acknowledge it and you move on mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> All that to say, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Number eight is how you support them. Um, So when they cry, you cry, you're cheering them on, they cheer you on. You want them to succeed just as much as you want yourself to succeed. And I feel like, again, you don't have that with all your friends. But with your close friends, it's like, yes, let's get this new job. Let's get this car. Like, you know, you want them to have everything that they want in life. And that does not mean... And and they want the same for you. It's like reciprocated support, if that makes sense.
0: I agree. And I feel like um, if you feel... If you have a friend and someone who's like in a high category mm-hmm. and you don't feel that energy from them, mm-hmm. think about that friendship. Yeah. Because I feel like that's how it should be. Agree. And sometimes, um, you know, you could think someone's a friend and they're not. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't feel that energy where they want you to be happy and successful, mm-hmm. um, cause like our earlier point you mentioned, it's not a competitive thing. It's not right. a jealousy thing. Yeah. It should be genuine love and support. And if mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're getting that, then you should articulate it to them, or just reevaluate that, cause like that's important yeah. in a friendship.
1: Yeah, I that agree. support. I agree. And like I even like checking up on my friends on small things, like how did that interview go? Blah blah. Like I like checking up on things that like I know that they're going through in their regular life, and they may not update everybody about it, but I want them to know that it's like I'm cheering you on. Through whatever you're going through, whatever process you're dealing with, I'm here for you every step of the way. So I like to check in on my friends, like, how is such and such going? How If I know you're working on a relationship with someone, how is that progressing? Like, I like checking in on them to know that, like, so they know I'm here and supporting them. Um, the last one is whether or not you're able to say no. There is a difference between being agreeable, being flexible, and being adaptable you should be able to determine those differences within a healthy relationship and not being a people pleaser. I feel like I definitely had to learn that. in your think, friendships? hmm yeah, yeah. Friendships, relationships, all of that. I feel like I was just such a people pleaser. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. I just said yes to everything. And then I would be internally upset that I said yes. Yeah. Um. So I definitely, like, and I am so much better at this now and just being like no and not always needing a reason to say no. Just yeah. be like, nah. Like, and leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, if it's, like, I'm not coming to this or whatever, I do feel like an explanation is required. And I feel like when I look back and realize, like, I just said no without giving an explanation, there are certain times when I should have just to be considerate of their feeling. And so I feel like at some point, like, I took it to an extreme. And so it's, like, now I'm reeling it back in. finding the balance. Yeah, finding the balance. But I do think, and I think any friend should be, like, yes, if you don't want to go somewhere, like, vehemently, I, don't, I can't say that word right now. but I don't know what you're trying to say. Vehemently, <laughs> don't want to go somewhere. Being able to say no and not like your friend trying to make you go somewhere. Uh, but it's like, yeah, if I, I want you to go issue. somewhere and it's like, I know you said you wanted to start doing things like these because you're trying to progress in this way. So I'm trying to convince you to go, not just because I'm being selfish and I want you to go somewhere. You know, the difference between...
0: Pushing back on someone's no. Because I'll be you. No. I'm quick to testify. <laughs> Although I've gotten better because I was really telling Sydney no the most. Yes, all the time. But it was to a point
1: where she was only allowed three no's. Yes. And then she had we to be. We didn't give me set no requirement we this, this year. year. We didn't this year. We didn't.
0: But I don't feel like I've said <laughs> no to you either. Yeah. I don't so, so. Um, and it would just be her. I hate to be like, she was only when I was telling no to you. Like, dang! But. <laughs> But she was the one who was like, let's do this, let's Screw do this. You. No. Or, do you want to come be here? And I'm such a person, like, who gonna be there? I'm such a person. Oh my girl. god. And I'll be like, I don't know. you be like, be So, like, why, ah, are so why are we going there? So why we going to that? I really
1: I... don't you wanna meet strangers? Like <laughs> mm, in
0: theory. Oh my god. <laughs> um or sometimes she'll say, Oh, this is so so's
1: event. And I'm like, no <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. Mm like you should like i feel like sometimes saying that such and such as event Where makes is it, it more of a no <laughs> you should, i mean i feel like but if i took you to an event and you didn't know it was their event you'd be like Girl, you why probably, you i, I would because i'd be like now why you got me here now you
0: know now why am i here so you know she can't do any the right thing is to tell me um and then i'll probably tell her no but <laughs> She's being honest. <laughs> and I haven't told her no thus far this year. That's true, that's true. So I've gotten better because mm-hmm. I am like, let me go out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Let me be a little social. I think sometimes my beef with going out is like, I'm really not meeting new people though. Baltimore yeah. is really small. I feel so like I, I haven't grown like, out that much this year. Okay. I just also feel like it's the same six people. So I don't even <laughs> feel like I'm like, obviously I'm being dramatic, but I'm like, This is not what I mean. Mm
1: -mm. Yeah. But I feel like that's why you have to go. You can't go to, like, popular events because, you know, niggas going to be there. (laughs) But so it's like you kind of got to, like, search for the smaller events Mm. and not the smaller events that you see on your timeline because if you see it on your timeline, that means you know somebody that's going to
0: be there. I know, but you you know Literally,
1: sometimes I go on Eventbrite and just search. So, yeah, it's, like, like, something that I, I don't agree. know. Nobody but got nothing
0: to do with it. Like, I'll be, like, on Instagram, and I'll look at something, and now they tell you who liked it. I'm like, damn it! Who, who's... <laughs> they still ain't take them likes like away They didn't. <laughs> and so, I'll be, like, one, like, how they know that person? Or, like,
1: <laughs> what?
0: They <laughs> know this, too? Like, I
1: really be, like, dang, now well, I, it... I think it's even funnier Is on Facebook. Is anything sacred? Because on Facebook, look, I would be interested in every day at one event, and then it roll up, and I would be, like, oh, yeah, I did want to go to that, but I'm not going... But it's funny because it like shows you who else in your friend group is interested in going. Yes, I hate
0: that. <laughs> Nothing sacred in this world. But Nothing. Half the time,
1: you people, a bunch of people, just say interested. I know they don't mean they go. go. Yeah.
0: But I'm just like nothing's sacred in this world. <laughs> like everything, I just be like, dang. <laughs> but I agree. I see yeah. that
1: too. Yeah.
0: I I I'm still working on being social, guys. Mm-hmm.
1: We gotta go to some of them events on Facebook. They'd be like, well, "I'm interested." The thing is, like, in theory, I'm interested.
0: But, like, it takes me a minute to warm up to people. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you know me, if you already know me, you either will say, that doesn't seem like you. Mm-hmm. Or you've met me and you'll go, okay, I see that. Where I first met you and they think this. Mm-hmm. They either think I'm quiet or I don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, When really I'm just observing. Yeah. I just like to you know, observe before I stick my foot in, in the pool. Gotcha. I want to say pool because I'm like, I don't want one to be like, stick your foot in where? <laughs> so that's why I said in the pool. Well,
1: because when people think about sticking in the, in the pool, it's like dip my toe in. But you said the whole foot. Yeah, I, I st- the toe ain't going to get
0: the right temperature. I got to put the <laughs> foot in. A toe won't really, for me, I won't know if it's cold or hot. I got to put the foot in. <laughs> So I'm gonna put the foot in. I'm gonna observe a little bit. Put my foot in. See if I like the temp.
1: We going we gonna put our, our foot in some more events. This right. Year. Just
0: put a foot in. Yeah. Test that temp out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, I can probably get a calf in there.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god. And go from there.
1: <laughs> but are there any other boundaries you have in friendships that you can think of? I don't really have. I don't really. I
0: I, I feel like most of these boundaries are once again boundaries of just having any type of relationship Mm -hmm. i do think in my friendship obviously i you know i do want to be reciprocated Mm -hmm. i do want to feel once again that's reciprocated like feel support reciprocated i Mm -hmm. think that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. and i just appreciate honesty but then the thing is like i don't want that with anyone i deal with Mm having what is reciprocated, having honesty, Mm -hmm. being able to communicate. That's what I'm like, with my friendship, are there specific friendship boundaries? I'll say no. It's Mm -hmm. like I just have people boundaries that, like, everyone fits under.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean?
1: I can understand that.
0: I think it's important to just know where you stand. Mm -hmm. And so for me, those types of boundaries are just who I am and how I deal with any person. The Mm -hmm. boundaries are the same for everybody.
1: Yeah. I think the only reason why I probably, I guess, acknowledge my boundaries more with people that I'm closer to is because they have more access to me. So in some instances, there is need to enforce those boundaries, whereas with others, it's not that necessary because it's like, we not cool like that. So there is no instance where I need to even put up this boundary because we not getting that close. So I think that's the only difference for me. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. Yeah. But guys, if you have any other ideas for boundaries or specific boundaries like that you have just for friends and not for others, let me know because I feel like there could be others out there that we didn't think of or that wasn't on this list. Um, Always, if you have um, anonymous stories, um, topics, suggestions, questions, suggestions, email us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Continue to keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.